0: Welcome to Agency for Change, the podcast that brings you the stories of people creating positive change in the world. We explore what inspires these changemakers, the work they're doing, and how they share their message. Each of us can play a part in change, and these are the people who show us how. Hi there, this is Lynn Weinman from Kid Glove, and welcome to the Agency for Change podcast. Our guest today, Boyd Ober, is a leader, a coach, an author of a great book called Magnitude and a serial entrepreneur. Today, we're going to talk about his work through Leadership Resources, a company that develops high-performing leaders and creates cultures of accountability through strategic planning, EOS implementation, leadership development, and a proprietary technology called Accelerate that helps clients achieve their larger vision. Over the years, Boyd has served as my personal coach and mentor, and I'm proud to call him a friend. Boyd, how are you today?
1: I'm fantastic, Lynn. Thanks for having me today, and thanks for calling me a friend. It means a ton.
0: Oh, absolutely, Boyd. We go back a long ways. You know, I'd love to get started here by having you tell me more about the work you're doing with Leadership Resources.
1: Okay. Awesome, Lynn. Thank you. And um, congratulations on all your success at Kid Glove. I just love what you're doing and the, the impact you're making around the country. I'd love to walk, follow you on social media and see what you're doing. And obviously you are an agency of change. So congratulations on that. Uh, leadership resources. So we've been around 18 years, Lynn, and, and that's, that, that's just the journey. It's just fun. You know, you think about what we started out doing 18 years ago and fundamentally what we're doing today. At the at the core, it's still the same thing, okay. But how it's done has been has changed so much over the course of the last 18 years. But what we really do is we really help leaders and companies achieve their vision, and that sounds simple, but it's not. And the other factor of it is everybody's vision is different, and what they mean by that is different. So companies can have vision where they want to go, but the leaders within a company. Can have visions as well of what they want for their career. So what we really are working on, Lynn, is helping companies create that vision of where they're going, execute upon it, and then helping the leaders align with that and growing themselves as leaders to accomplish more in their roles.
0: Boyd, hey, first of all, thank you for that shout-out in the beginning. I should tell people you were with me on the ground floor when I created kid glove. And I'm not sure we would have gotten off to such a great start without you. So thank you so much for that.
1: You're welcome.
0: Now, I know you are a very talented person, and you could have gone a lot of different directions with your career and your life. What inspired you to care about developing leaders and creating cultures of accountability?
1: Wow. That's a, it's a deep question. And I don't know that there's that epiphany out there, Lynn, that says, I woke up one day and said, this is what I'm going to do. I, you know, I go back to, I think there's a lot of things that are in the core of your fabric. And I look back in terms of when I was growing up and when I had the opportunity to do different things before I even knew that this was a business, right? I grew up and I, I had an opportunity to coach young kids. When I was in high school, I would coach athletics. And I enjoyed that a lot. And that's what I thought coaching was. And I thought about other times when I was around, you know, children and teaching kids how to tie their shoes and things like that. And some of those stories, some of the things that, you know, I look back at now and say, I'm in this business, all helped form who I am. But a few years ago, and I I would guess it maybe was around 1999 or 2000, a gentleman by the name of Bob Bowerly um, pulled me aside at church and said, Boyd, I've got this idea, and I really want you to be involved with it. And I said, without even listening, I said, Bob, I don't want to sell Amway. And was, you know, we laughed about it, and nothing against Amway sales in the network marketing is great stuff. But I just, we do, and I just didn't want to do it. And he goes, no point, it's not Amway, it's, it's something else. And I said, well, Bob, you know, I'm really happy. I'm really enjoying what I'm doing, no, no thanks. And I give Bob a lot of credit because he was persistent. And over the next two, two and a half years, he kept asking me and finally I said, okay, I'll look. And I looked at it and I said, well, I'm not really interested. I'm not, you know, I'm not a human resources guy. I don't really know what I'm doing there. It's not my background, I'm an economics guy. He says, no, I think you'd be really good at this long and short of it. I tested it one day and I was testing this concept called personal productivity and I did it for a while. We'd meet every couple of weeks and all of a sudden I started seeing how it was impacting my life and I was becoming a better leader. I was communicating better with my team, but more importantly, I was putting better priorities in place for my family and that got started tugging to my heart. And when it starts to impact you, it's kind of like the guy that was the president of the hair club for men. You know, that's the reality of it. When it gets to your heart, it becomes part of you. And I think that's what's happened, Lynn, is it's just the passion has grown through how I've seen it impact not only myself, but the people we've been fortunate enough to be engaged with over the years.
0: It's really neat how these skills Are learned maybe in a work setting and with work goals in mind but they certainly do transfer over into other areas of life which may be even more important. Boyd that's one of the reasons I really wanted to talk to you because I want to talk about how your work is making a positive impact on the world. Can you share some examples or some stories about how that's happening?
1: You know, we have been blessed again, over the last several years of working with people. And I think you're right, Lynn, it's, you know, we all think about it from the work standpoint that we really want to grow what we're doing in, in work. And that is important. That's a big factor of all our lives. But when you start impacting how people are parenting unintentionally, how they're parenting or how they're, you know, from a spouse standpoint or a community involvement standpoint, that's when behavioral change really starts to happen. So at the core of what we do we help people create processes to be in a world of continuous development so when they think about what they want to do in life and it's different for everybody it's about how you change your attitudes and behaviors to be more successful but most importantly how to create a mindset of continuous development and i you know that's a growth mindset versus fixed and so I think about a couple, three people, when you ask that question, and I think of one of the first ones that I ever had involvement, first client, still a client today, his wife came up to me probably three, four months into the process. And she said, introduce herself. to whatever you're doing with him, please keep doing it. And this is a great individual. And I said, well, tell me more. I'm curious at that point. She says, he's, he's uh, becoming a better husband, a better dad, I know a better business leader, and that's what really tugged at me at that point. is, And this is a great person, anyway. So I mean, just the fact that you're getting better. And then the other one, ironically, was somebody who was just in our office this morning. Has completed a two-year process with us, came back in the day, and was talking about other things. And they were going through what we call the success chain, and their eyes just light up, and they become a community leader within the great community of Lincoln, and for change. But they said so they're using this in all their talks. and They're using this in how they develop their people and how they communicate it with their spouse. And this individual's wife was in the room with him and she goes, oh, has got this real excited. She goes, now I see it. You've been doing this with me. Now I see it. And I see how it's impacting you. And that's the greatest gift we can give is when we really start seeing change in people, not overnight, but over the course of time, because then it really becomes a habit.
0: That's fantastic. I love, I love that story and would have to say I've had similar experiences. So Boyd, you've been in this for 18 years. I remember celebrating your 10th anniversary at leadership resources with you. Tell me what were there. <laughs> it was great. It was a great party, a great day. What's next for you and the company?
1: Oh, my goodness. You know what? You know, first of all, you, know, you think back and Lynn, in terms of all the things that are happening right now in the world that we're in. And, you know, I'll kind of digress a little bit to your question, but the the challenge that we have in this world is we're one of instant gratification. And so you think about what we do for a living, we're not in the instant gratification world when you really start to change behaviors of individuals and changing cultures of companies that's not an instant thing it takes time to do that and when you're in a world of instant gratification things can be kind of frustrating because you you kind of go up a little bit and you maybe fall back down and you go up a little bit and you fall back down but maybe you don't fall as far so we've really got to work with people to have that mindset from a standpoint of look at the bigger picture rather than the instant. And so now you combine that with what's going on with the COVID issues and the the tension socially. How are we helping organizations and individuals overcome all those challenges at the same time when they're trying to create better companies, bigger companies get through this and create better leaders. So what we've had to do, Lynn, is really make sure that we were meeting people where they were. And that, that took us, we had to step back a little bit, make sure we were connecting with people virtually. So we've ex- expanded our virtual delivery. And that's, quite frankly, a great, great opportunity as well. And I think every challenge gives us an opportunity. But So we've expanded our virtual delivery. We've also expanded our, our leadership content We wanted to create, take this time during this pandemic to reallocate some resources and create new and fresh content information that could help leaders think differently, act differently, but still use our model of behavioral change. And that, I think that's been really critical. So that's exciting, Lynn, is to have that opportunity to do
0: that. That's great. I I agree with you. Every challenge. Can be flipped to an opportunity right you just have to yeah. embrace it some of the greatest
1: companies some of the greatest opportunities and you look back at the last recession some of the greatest companies have come out of those those challenges and i think you know when i sat down with some of my entrepreneurial friends early on i said what are you thinking and they said wow we think this is a great opportunity now it's gone on longer than anybody really hoped it did right we never hoped we got in it. In the same sense those companies that are looking at what's next and planning forward not saying i'll wait to see what happens but actively engaging in their strategy their operational execution and their development of people are coming out stronger than those that are sitting back and say i'm going to wait to see what happens before i do anything because once you do that it's going to actually set you back six twelve nine months it's that echo effect
0: I hear what you're saying. Boyd, you have gone through some of the challenges your clients are having, some of the kind of overarching challenges we're seeing in the world right now. What are some other challenges that you face in your work, but also as someone who leads change?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting question, Lynn. I mean, part of my mindset, unfortunately, is one of I wake up and say, what's next? And I don't always dwell on challenges I think one of the core things that we always have in the, in the world we're doing, I go back to that instant gratification. And then I'll combine that with the belief that people can really change. And I think sometimes when people get to that level of success and I'm not saying everybody's there and, and where I'm going is, sometimes people get to the place they are and they don't realize how many challenges, how many things they had to overcome during that time to get there. And so they go, well, these people need to figure it out on their own. And so the belief that people can intentionally change behaviors, I think is a challenge in this world. Well, they just need to be able to do it themselves. And then I look back and say, when I hired a coach, now we do coaching, but when I hired a coach, that challenged me to get out of my own way, ways I had thought about, right? And when I, looked at a different operational system. It challenged me to think differently than rather than chasing shiny objects, focus on what I can do and go after it and make it happen. So overcoming a fixed mindset, overcoming instant gratification are two really critical things that we need to do. And I suffer from it as well. Whenever you, you know, when you act about asked about personally, nobody really wants to go through that pain of change, but yet that journey of going through it and what you learn from it makes you that much better. And I think some of the challenges that we've had to go through to try to figure out a way to create a scalable company versus a project company have made us better today than we could have ever imagined 18 years ago. So those are the things that I always challenge people on is let's think about the future, but realize there's gonna be highs and lows to get there. And we have to have faith that we're doing the right things along the way.
0: So Boyd, you don't jump out of bed every morning and say, How much pain can I endure today? I don't know if I
1: look for pain, but at fifty six, Lynn, at fifty-six, when I jump out of bed, there are pains. I just don't <laughs> think <sit down. laughs> in your knees, in your back. I get, no, that I, get I don't that. I don't think a lot about pains, Lynn, but I do I, I am blessed and you know, give it a lot of credit to my parents and you know, my family and stuff. I'm blessed, you know, and and I don't dwell on the bad things, but hey, I'm blessed on the fact that I get to wake up with a smile on my face and say, let's go. And my dad at 81 still gets out of bed every day at five o'clock and says, I get to do what I love to do. So it's a a mind.
0: I think you guys are still golfing with your dad too, right? Did I see some golf
1: pictures? Yeah, I just had the pleasure. First time since my kids were adults that my two boys and my dad and I all played around the golf together. And- I love that you do you know, that. I, oh my goodness, Lynn, what a what a joy. It was so much fun. And and then yesterday, I actually got a chance to go up and see my mom. I hopped in a private plane, a little small Cessna plane, four seater. Oh, wow. And a friend of mine put me up on a, he wanted to do a podcast interview, so we did that. And, uh, but we went up and got my mom in the plane with oh, us. Oh my goodness. And she'd never been in a small plane. But we're up, Did
0: she love it? She
1: loved it. <laughs> she loved it. Yeah. So yeah, pretty cool.
0: That's fantastic. Boyd, what advice do you have for someone else out there who's looking to lead positive change in the world?
1: Well, there's, there's a few different things. Um, number one, you got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in the impact that you can make. And you're not always going to be right but you got to believe enough in yourself and believe in the opportunities to take a chance. And to if you, if you want to meet somebody, pick up the phone and call them or send them a note and say, I'd like to learn more about you. But just believe in that opportunity that you can be an agent of change to go back to what you really talk about in this podcast. The other one is, I, I'm going to go back to a, a a buddy of mine, and I think you had an opportunity to listen to him, his name was John O'Leary. And you remember John, burned on 91% of his body and should not be here, right? Should have, should have passed away at nine years of age. Tragic accident. But his latest book is called In Awe, A-W-E, In Awe. And In Awe is really all about living life almost to the point like you're a child again, To look at things like, wow, I'm fascinated by that. I get this opportunity. And the world is crazy cool. Let's make it happen. And we've already won the lottery of being here. So, Lynn, you were asking earlier what my license plate is. So, I'm going to give you a little bit on this one, Lynn. Is My license plate, if you see it around Lincoln or Omaha or anywhere, it's 1 in 400 T. And the T stands for trillions. So in John's book in awe, he talks about the mathematical odds of you being born. So you take your, your dad and your mom and those two cells coming together, the mathematical odds is 400 trillion, one in 400. So we've already won the lottery. Are we making the most out of our opportunity? And we all had that same. Now there's more challenge for some than others because of the situation we were born into in the same sense, how are we making the most out of our opportunities? So that's what that stands for, Lynn.
0: Thank you for telling me that, Boyd, because uh, Boyd's got a license plate behind his head uh, here. And I've been trying to guess what it says, and I think I wouldn't have got there. So, so thank you for saving me that angst and frustration. Yeah.
1: So one other, one other piece of advice came from a great movie. Uh, I love the movie. It was called Pursuit of Success with Will Smith. And I don't, I don't know if you remember the scene, but it was, he was playing, he had a bad day and he's up on the rooftop with his son and his little boy is playing basketball. And his dad starts, Will starts saying, what do you want to be in life? What do you want to be in the little kid, all hopes and dreams in awe, right? So I want to be an NBA player. And Will takes the ball from him and says, you're not going to be. You got to focus on what you can do. You're not going to be an NBA player. Nobody makes NBA. and Basically breaks the little kid's heart and he sees him kind of emotionally go down. And at that point, it, it you know a movie was scripted well, but they come back in and Will says, "I'm wrong," and that's a great thing of a leader when the leader can say, "I'm wrong." But he said to him, "I'm wrong. Don't let." Anybody, don't let anybody ever tell you you can't be something that you want to be. You go after it. And I think that's the last piece of advice I would give is, if you dream it and you want to do it, don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. Work with somebody that believes in you and say, "How are we going to make it happen?"
0: Boyd, that's a great story, and thank you for reminding me of that part in the movie. That's a great movie. So you know I'm a marketing person, and I have to ask you at least one marketing question during this podcast. If we bring this all back full circle, how do you get the word out about what you're doing at Leadership Resources or with any of your other ventures, Boyd?
1: Yeah, Um, I think uh, that's really my venture. You know, Lynn, you talked about different things, a serial entrepreneur. And the reality is that I was trying to find myself and trying to find that groove and Leadership Resources is my venture. And we're making, a, you know, 18 years of going after this. It's a lot of fun. We've got a great team of 20 people, and we're growing. But the website is lrsuccess.com. lrsuccess.com. The way we believe to market is telling stories. So white papers and stories, and then through that, you know, a little bit of that word of mouth. Our clients are our strongest advocates. So they're given, you know, giving us. We get a lot of referrals. We get a lot of introductions from our clients, but we're really looking to use our website and our marketing to write white papers so people can understand it, do stories of success with people, you know, like the two I mentioned earlier, but really, really telling those stories of how people can visualize their change.
0: Stories are really powerful, and this is probably a good time for me to mention, too. I am rereading your book, Magnitude, and it's a A fable, you know, in the kind of Patrick Glencioni style of fable. And I'm I'm just getting to the last chapter, Boyd, and I almost peeked ahead to see what Glenn said to get Jack to change his attitude. So there's a tease for anybody that wants to read that book. It's a really it's a good and quick read. But what I love about a book like that is that I think you remember more by getting involved in the story and the personalities of the people versus just a list of bullet points. Because you probably could have written in one page, here's a list of bu- bullet points of what to do. But I'm probably not going to remember your your bullet points. But I will remember your story.
1: It's really well said, Lynn, because, you know, when you think about it, there's, there's an infinite amount of knowledge. I can Google anything today. And we think that because I watched a YouTube video or I got the five points of the 10 points of success that that's going to apply to me directly. And the reality is it's not my life, my conditioning, my experiences are different. So those 10 points don't really make that big a difference. It's more about how you take those points and reshape your mind to think differently and then have a process in place to successfully make those habits. And that's what, you know, I'm going back to, that's what we want to do for individuals. That's what we wanna do for companies is help them create the culture, the habits of success that work best for them. It's, life's not cookie cutter. It's gotta be for you and it has to be what's most important to you.
0: Fantastic. Boyd, one other thing that I love, I love motivational quotes. Could you give me a Boyd Ober original that I could put on my wall?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, that you can put on your wall. Um okay, let's let's go with one here. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two Lynn. Is that okay? Oh
0: fantastic bonus. Okay. Absolutely.
1: So I just talked about this one a little bit in terms of how we structure it, but we all want success, right? So this is a part of the quote, but we all want success. Success is a feeling. So I say the path to success is driven by consistently adapting your habits to your desired results, and it's enhanced by your ability to see your progress, but supported by your authentic accountability. And what that all means is you've got to have systems in place to hold yourself accountable because that's the only person that can, but you want to be able to see how you're doing along the way. And once you get there, you got great success. And the other one I'll share with you, Lynn, is um, one that uh, it's kind of a play on words, but most people don't set goals for their fear of failure while great leaders set goals for their fear of failure. That's deep. Deep. That's deep. Most people don't <laughs> tell me I'm deep, Lynn, so that's, that's a go there. Well, well I know that I one, like okay. that one. The <laughs> fear of a, standing
0: still uh, to me is a great, is, a, is uh, a greater fear than falling down. At least if you fall down, you can fall forward. Yeah
1: why you're a great leader. I think you know that when I got into this business, I thought everybody set goals, but then I found out 85% of people don't set goals. And I'm like, why? Well, they don't wanna fail. They don't wanna not accomplish something. And then there's a guy like Elon Musk who says, whatever your 10-year vision is, your 10-year goal, try to get it done in six months. Now you'll probably fail doing it, but you'll be so much further ahead by doing it that way. So he has no fear of failure He has a fear of not setting that and going. So pretty cool.
0: I love that. I love that. Boyd, you mentioned your website earlier, but if you want to share that again, I know you've got a lot of good information out there, white papers, information about the company, your people. What's the best way for people to find out more about you and leadership resources?
1: Thank you, Lynn. I appreciate that. And thank you again for having me on. The show today, it's, it's it's always fun to talk to you. I love your laugh, it's contagious, your energy is contagious. Our website is LR Success, the letter Lrsuccess.com. And on the website, they'll they they can schedule a discovery meeting. And I encourage leaders to do that. It's somebody said, well, what's a discovery meeting? It's for a leader to come in and really answer just a few questions. To understand where their mind's at right now, it's kind of like going to the doctor and say, I know I've got this pain, but I don't know what it is, and getting a discovery session to help you find out what it is and see what the possible treatment is. And that's the discovery session. I encourage people to schedule that. There's a ton of white papers out there for people to think about. We just put one out on coaching because a lot of times people really want to say, How do I better coach? So there's a white paper out there on coaching. that was just released as well.
0: Great. Boyd, it has been so fun catching up with you. Thank you for sharing with everyone and keep on changing the world.
1: Uh, Thanks Lynn, ditto. Let's do this again.
0: Let's do it again, all right, thanks. You've been listening to Agency for Change. If you're enjoying these inspiring stories, please subscribe. Is there a changemaker you'd like to recommend for this podcast? Just visit the Kid Glove website at kidglov.com to share or to listen to more stories about the people
1: behind positive change.